Welcome to the Staying Conscious Podcast, Season 3, Episode 3. And um, today I have a guest, uh, a, woman a woman located in the United Kingdom. Her name is Vittoria. Do I pronounce that right? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost 100%. Vittoria. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, you're a coach, right? I am. I am a professional coach uh, and also I train coaches as well. Wow. Okay. So um, how long have you been doing coaching? <laughs> That's a good question because uh, if you say how long, probably forever since I was born oh. and uh, professionally since uh, 2013. Mm. Okay. So it's quite a long time professionally. You've got a lot of experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've started uh, when I moved uh, from uh, the UK to Singapore. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't work at the time because I was following my husband and I didn't have a working permit. Yeah. And I decided to do some uh, self-development. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was working for a consulting company before and uh, I was doing a lot of uh, work with the consultant for the personal branding. Yeah. And also working with a CEO and uh, being a sparring partner to him. And when I left, he said, you know, Vittoria, you should be going into coaching. And I thought, like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so when I went to Singapore, I said, okay, let's see what uh, coaching is. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then I fall in love with that. I see. What's the rest is history. <laughs> nice. So you said it was in uh, Singapore. Where you got it was in Singapore, yes. That uh, actually is a tiny, tiny uh, country. Yeah. It's really, they call it the red spot mm -hmm. in the world. And uh, it has almost the same amount of coaches than in the States. Uh, wow. Coaching is uh, it's big, it's huge there. There is a lot of interest uh, and uh, it doesn't surprise me because wow. there is a strong belief in... Uh, a commitment to each other in uh, wanting to grow people and uh, really valuing self uh, um, wow. environment uh, and uh, and becoming the best you can. Wow, that's uh, that's the awesome. culture. I, yeah, I never knew that about Singapore. Yeah, I heard it's yeah, a very yeah. clean country. That's all I knew about. It. <laughs> and maybe you heard about uh, the chewing gum thing uh, yeah. that you cannot. Right. Uh, yeah, of course. But there is a lot more in Singapore in every sense. But mm -hmm. I deeply, I deeply love Singapore and the people living there. So I still have a strong connection with the coaching community and uh, friends there. Yeah, that's great. So it must have been quite. I don't want to say. Easy, oh my easy. lord! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 like you, because there is such an emphasis of on coaching over there. Mm, it it yeah. must have been a great opportunity for you to right away be able to connect with so many people. Who Absolutely, are you you name it. Uh, it it was uh, probably without knowing it one of the best way to integrate myself uh, with uh, people because it allows us such a deep and strong connection. Yeah. I think one of the gifts of uh, coaching is really that in a matter of a few minutes, you go straight uh, to what really matters. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the key. You know, sometimes we talk for hours and we're saying nothing and is of no interest for anyone involved in the conversation, but we do it because we think they is needed or expected or, yeah. and it's not. People want something different. 
Yeah. Right. And people need to know them, start knowing themselves as well, because we got all the answers within us. And it's just about oh, yeah. getting yeah, those but that's, answers. That's, that's a different chapter. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Um, so Singapore, why is it mm. that they have such an emphasis on coaching over there? What, how does their culture uh, combine with that? Yeah, um, because... It's a country that uh, has been created uh, based on a vision. So the founder of Singapore uh, is uh, Lee Kuan Yew. He he's uh, an incredible person who died a few years back. And uh, uh, actually, I was in Singapore when he died. And uh, I was in a training. I was uh, almost at the end of my training as a coach. And uh, and it was uh, incredible because the the city basically went into mourning, and you could see, you could feel, you could sense the sense of mourning, yeah. and people were queuing uh, to bring their respect. And uh, mm-hmm. and there were some panels in the city. And uh, what is uh, what was striking is that uh, there were a combination of uh, his vision in the 70s mm. and uh, what actually happened and what was uh, the reality in yeah. 2015. Mm-hmm. And the vision was exactly what was happening. Oh. So 30 years later, Singapore became what he had in mind. And for me, it was uh, probably one of the most striking examples of uh, a leader with a strong vision at the cost of everything. So we don't go into that because mm. it's uh, really a huge uh, and uh, big debate there. But his vision was so strong and uh, it really happened. And when we go into coaching uh, as a parallel, you know, coaching is about uh, getting in touch with your vision. Mm. And bringing the aliveness of wanting to create that vision. So it's a combination of uh, the vision and the energy to carry that vision. Exactly. So when you put the two together, then you have people who can uh, overcome any obstacle, who can go for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that's what happened uh, in the city. So it's a it's kind of a uh really a, a metaphor for coaching as well yeah <laughs> that's so cool wow and you mentioned as well you know because i've um i've lived abroad i used to live in korea mm-hmm. um and i i got into coaching over there as well but i found yeah. it quite difficult over there to uh find coaches I, I, I wouldn't want to say that their culture has a lot of emphasis on coaching or uh, personal yeah. development for that matter either. Uh, it's very, um, it's quite a new thing over there. Mm. So it was, it was difficult for me personally to find coaches and to really connect with people who were involved with, in that field. Um, but still that challenge alone, still I could find people and that challenge alone made me realize like, wow, there are actually people here as well. Like you, you just need to find them. They're everywhere, really. Absolutely, yeah. And it's a very um, unique type of people because coaching is probably not what you sh- people usually think it is. When we hear about coaching, we're expecting that it's a sort of um, 
thing in in a certain narrow field perhaps where we give expertise on something or whatever that's not what coaching is it's a skill that we can learn to master for ourselves and i think really anyone can learn to master to be able to ask the right questions and in that way i also believe that we cannot just coach others but we can also coach ourselves and we mm -hmm. can take ourselves to uh, to better you know standards of living very basic stuff we can become happier really any any vision that we have like like you mentioned before is we're able to achieve it if we can coach ourselves in the right direction so. yeah uh, i i agree with you 80% mm -hmm. i i believe uh, i i believe 100% that everyone uh, can master the skill of coaching and mm -hmm. otherwise i wouldn't be teaching coaching um, and I also believe uh, that is so important uh, to um, really have someone else supporting mm. you in yeah. uh, developing because we all have uh, biases, we all have uh, blind spots yeah. and the power of having someone else uh, that uh, bounce back of what we cannot see is mm. huge. Yeah, and uh, so even uh, coaches have their own coach. Uh, oh, you yeah. have to have it uh, for self-reflection uh, to support you in growing. Um, it's probably one uh, of a profession uh, uh, where you don't get uh, your coaching credentials forever. Every three years, right. uh, you have to prove uh, that uh, you are a professional coach, that you have done the work to yeah. keep yourself up to speed. Um, and, and it's hugely important because uh, otherwise uh, you stop learning, you stop growing, uh, you, you, you think you're done and you're never mm. done. And when you think you're done, you cannot be of good use to anybody else. Mm. You know, it, it's like you're becoming rigid. Right. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Having someone who supports you there is, is crucial because, uh, yeah. well, it's very difficult to know ourselves, really. I mean to see our own limits, it might be something we think is pretty obvious, but it's not because no, it's we, not. We, we, <laughs> we just follow the same patterns of thinking and the same patterns of behavior constantly without even realizing we're doing it. So creating this self-awareness is, I'd say, the number one thing in order Absolutely. to really start growing. And that's why having a, a life coach next to you is uh, the perfect thing, the perfect tool, really. Yeah, and, and if you think, uh, um, the way it was born, it was uh, really for uh, huge and uh, high flyers uh, and the people with a lot of talent. So it wasn't considered something for people who uh, were not achieving. Mm. Uh, it was a tool to make uh, people already at a certain level even more powerful, even more able to express themselves and uh, really dig deep in their talents and potential. So yeah. it, is, it is born as a way to keep improving yourself, even when you think uh, you are achieving a lot. Mm. So it's in the seeds of what it is. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You mentioned, uh, when I asked you how long you've been doing coaching, you mentioned basically your whole life <laughs> pretty interesting well, answer what do you mean by that i what i mean with that i was thinking when i was thinking about this podcast podcast i was thinking uh when did i start loving coaching because i would have i expected a bit uh, this question and i think wow mm. forever because i remember even when i was a child uh, i 
I used to love uh, having uh, deep conversations with people, particularly yeah. if I didn't know them. Uh, I was uh, incredibly attracted by foreigners because mm. they have different way of thinking, different way of considering things. So in a way, uh, I was already looking for these uh, uh, new perspectives, uh, people who could bring me in understanding what I couldn't see. Yeah. And, uh, and then I expressed that uh, in, uh, in going and studying philosophy. And, uh, and then uh, I started to work always uh, trying to understand people who, who had something that I didn't know. Uh, mm -hmm. that, uh, that has carried me along at different jobs, uh, but always with this uh, deep curiosity, deep uh, uh, exploration uh, desire, you know, so yeah. to learn more, to investigate more and uh, to get in touch with people that uh, are totally different uh, from me. Uh, mm. So that is something that I always uh, had. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that, like you said, that curiosity there, that's... Mm. Uh number one key i'd say i mean you cannot you cannot be a coach unless you're curious i mean you got to be curious about your clients it's one of the people. major skills i mean if you're not curious huh, yeah. then you you cannot do this job because uh, you assume too much right right you have to be almost uh, like uh, stupidly curious and uh, right. put uh, under question even the most basic things because sometimes we hide our biggest uh, uh, worries uh, behind certainties yeah and uh, and we assume that we understand what we are talking about and we are not <laughs> right. right so when you when you put a question mark uh, on the basics uh, so what does it mean to be happy or what does it mean to be successful for you and not mm -hmm. what uh, the big people out there are saying on the media but for you what does it mean really mm. yeah Precisely. And these are questions that people don't usually ask themselves. I mean, when do they ask these questions? Unless they're in a philosophy class in school, perhaps. Exactly. <laughs> they might get asked that question. But I, I, uh, I didn't study uh, philosophy in university. It's just I studied one course in high school. Mm. And already there, I, I, uh, I started to realize that this is not philosophy. I mean, in a way it is. We, I get taught about the old philosophers' ways of thinking, etc. But there was actually not any time where I had time to self-reflect mm -hmm. and get, ask myself questions like what is the meaning of happiness or what is the purpose of life or those big existential questions. Those yeah. questions never got asked. And I was like, isn't this philosophy class? Like, shouldn't we be asked these type of questions? But it was more about listening to other people's ideas. And exactly. sure, mm -hmm. you need the theory as well. I mean, it's important to know the history of how people have thought before up until this point, because we can know ourselves better as a collective. Uh, but really asking ourselves these questions was, was something that was always of a huge interest for me. And so for me personally, that's how I got involved with coaching. Yeah. by asking these big questions to myself first and, and wanting to find out these answers and then getting curious about what other people are thinking about these sort, sort of things. And uh, life coaching became the perfect selection for me simply because those were the type of questions that I would tackle for the clients. And uh, that was just an amazing thing to see that people actually are very creative, they're very smart. And uh, if you dig deep enough, there is a lot of depth in human beings and uh, it's just about being able to 
not be scared to release that part of yourself, that true essence, I'd say, who's yeah. that, that curious part within you is always there and wants to grow and wants to explore more about life. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I, I just want to uh, double click on a word that you said. It's mm -hmm. uh, not to be scared. And right. uh, there is a lot in that fear, a lot yeah. in... Uh, not daring to uh, disclose uh, who I am really because maybe people will find out uh, that I am uh, I'm not what they think I am or I'm yes. not what they think they sh I should be or you know there is uh, there is so much in that fear and uh, and I find this as such a important and caring part of a coach to welcome that fear and let people be who they are and find finding finally a space where they can be themselves and not having to apologize for anything yeah. that they are. And I think I, I really deeply, I'm deeply grateful uh, to be able to hold that container for people because uh, then you see their beauty. You really get in touch with their gifts. And, uh, and that's the moment when you have a transformation and the big, uh, wow, I can yeah. be this, uh, I can yeah. do that. And, uh, and it's not uh, something that I have to say my apologies about, you know, it, it's right. me. And, exactly. I, and I deserve to be in the world with whatever I'm bringing. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes people make life so difficult for themselves just because they internalize all these uh, um, walls that have been yeah. put around them. And uh, right. they have no sense to exist. It's just a very short life. Uh, <laughs> and I think yeah. bringing a bit of lightness and uh, a bit of fun and a bit of daring can mm. only make it more uh, pleasant to live and uh, more fun and more connected yeah. with others. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% uh, agree with what you said right there. Um, because that's really what life is about. It is a sort of playground. You gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta explore it. You gotta dare to explore it and not just live the way that we have been brought up to live. I mean, sure, society shapes us. It always shapes us in some way. And the people around us, they shape us as well. And we become the person kind of where, um, who, that we've been programmed to become. But then this inner essence of um, self-awareness and of self-drive, I think that's really one of the biggest keys to happiness, to know that we are able to control our lives. Yeah. Because many, it, it's not easy to know this. It might seem like, yeah, sure, I have free will, so I can decide like on a moment-to-moment -moment basis what I want to do. But that can also be extended over a very long period. We can create an even larger vision, something that's completely different from what we're currently experiencing. And we can almost rest assured that that vision is able to be achieved. I can reach it if I want to. I have all the resources that I need. Absolutely. And even if I don't have the resources, at least I have the resourcefulness. I have the intention to find mm. the resources. Yeah. And that's where it starts. Because what usually happens when we want to achieve something, we take a look at what we have. And unfortunately, one of the first things that comes to mind is, I don't have this, I don't have that, so I cannot start. Yeah. I don't have the money. Yeah. I don't let's look time. at the obstacles the... and let's yeah. uh, have uh, people telling me what I can do or what I can't uh, or yeah. how to overcome this obstacle. But 
I never look at my vision and my power and my resources. And uh, you know what? I can have a creative way to tackle this obstacle and go around it. And everybody yeah. has his own. And, and that's the beauty. And uh, it doesn't have to be like others. And, you know, one other thing that I realized, because I'm uh, now uh, halfway through in my life journey, hopefully, and mm-hmm. uh, I just realized only recently that... Uh, you know what? Nobody knows what is right mm. and what is wrong. And mm. even the most successful people, they, they admit, I'm plenty of doubts. People yeah. think I have an incredible life and I don't. And mm. actually, I have, I have no answers for certain questions. And the people think mm. that I figure it out, but it's not. And right. uh, so even working with people who seems to be successful at the top uh, of the pyramid, actually, mm. <laughs> there is so many uh, wondering and uh, doubts and uh, who am I really? Uh, what can yeah. I do? And uh, what does it mean to be happy? Um, so mm. I, I kind of realized that, uh, but, but deeply, because you know it maybe intellectually. But uh, I just realized deeply with my whole body that, uh, you know what? Nobody knows what we are here for. Nobody Mm. has gone and come back to Mm. tell us, you know what, guys? This is the truth. Nobody did, unless you believe something different. But um, we can can try and have fun and uh, invent and create the way that seems more right for us yeah and nobody can stop us because there is no truth out there saying no you cannot do that right exactly wow that's that was a huge insight you got there (laughs) i did i did and that gave me so much freedom so much permission Mm. to really just be myself and uh, and try out and and you know the another consequence is that uh, you start to hang around with the people that uh, support uh, your energy mm. and then yes. uh, somehow you start to get in touch with people that are uh, maybe different uh, but in a way mm. still empowering your energy yeah and then it's a virtual circle so you start to be feeling better and uh, being more content and uh, appreciating life even more in the little things. And it's just uh, an ongoing uh, cycle of of feeling better, really. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What what do you think is the number one um, lesson that you've learned since you started with coaching for yourself personally? Mm. I know that's a big question. But. It is. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of uh, connecting with my body to feel the answer. And okay. uh, yeah, um, the thing that I've learned is actually to bring my heart first. Mm. I, I always brought my head first. I always been yeah. very intellectual, very analytical and uh, trying to figure it out what's the best way, what is the most clever way. And it hasn't really brought me a lot of uh, happiness. Um, 
And when I started to connect more with my heart, things have become uh, deeper, more... Mm. Uh, it's like, you know, it's really starting to feel the taste of life and uh, really yeah. severing it and uh, uh, connecting with people in a totally different way, appreciating mm -hmm. other things. And it's like, you know, it's like living in a life that is uh, on the gray tones and then all of a sudden yeah. it becomes colored and you have all these uh, incredible uh, shades of mm. every color. Um, yeah. So for me, it has changed a lot. And I have had nice. uh, huge masters on the way, so I have a really uh, a lot of uh, gratitude for many people along the way. Mm. Mm. Awesome, awesome. It so is. you mentioned about con connecting with your heart. I mean, for, mm. for I, I understand what you're talking about, but some people who will be listening to this might not really understand what that means on a, let's mm. say, quote-unquote, practical level. So what do you mean when you say to connect with your heart? Um, I'll give an example. Um, you might have a situation uh, that is uh, difficult, Someone uh, who yeah. is um, actually doing something wrong, and and you mm. know that uh, this is wrong, and there is a better way to do it. So you can go to yeah. this person and tell them, uh, you know what, this is wrong, and uh, uh, you should do A, B, C, and D. It will be a much better way, much faster, and uh, please try out. And they they might do it or might push back, uh, and then you go mm. away. And uh, this person might feel uh, made wrong, uh, might feel uh, that uh, what he was doing uh, was not good enough, uh, uh, many different uh, emotions. And you are not even aware of that. Okay? Yeah. So, and your path just uh, separated. Or you can mm. go to this person and say, look, I see you are doing, you're putting a lot of effort in what you're doing. Tell me a little bit more. What are you What are you creating? What's your vision? What's your desire in doing this thing? And then they tell you and they start to become uh, infuriated uh, with what they're doing. Da, da, da. I say, what about uh, we, we put our forces together and we try to achieve the same thing and uh, try mm. to find out a way that might be um, more efficient or uh, supporting more people or I don't know it depends on the case right uh, yeah. and if you do that uh, you're actually creating a relationship and uh, you mm. are connecting the, with this person so the task is not anymore yeah. the main topic the main topic right. is uh, being together and uh, creating an experience together and connecting mm. to each other. And you you know what? This person might be a friend for life. And then you will yeah. remember this event together. Or this person might express gratitude. Or even you might be learning things from this person that you haven't noticed before because you were coming with a, a completely different mindset. So yeah. it becomes a total different experience. And uh, on top, you're not alone anymore. You're connected to another yeah. person. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it's exactly. just an example, but it's, uh, you know, it's the difference between uh, walking alone, running alone, having your own race, or 
becoming part mm. of something bigger and doing it together, yeah. maybe a little slower, but uh, together. Mm. And, nice. and it's such a, a, a more fulfilling <laughs> experience. Huh? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you, do you do coaching nowadays in the, in the United Kingdom? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. I do coaching. And uh, the, the good thing is that uh, before I was living in uh, Southeast Asia, so I was very much at the end uh, of uh, a time zone uh, that wouldn't allow me to work uh, with the States. Uh, but uh, now from Europe, I can work everywhere. Because it will be, you know, very early morning for me and working with the Philippines or very late at night yeah. and working with the States or reasonably all right and working with Europe. So it's, it's just beautiful. From here, I have a connection everywhere. And so mm. it's, uh, it's really nice. And uh, it gives me a lot, particularly now with the situation with COVID, uh, it's a way to yeah. travel and uh, <laughs> a way to yeah. to connect and uh, meet people everywhere. So it also ticks the boxes of uh, my other passion, that is uh, traveling and exploring. Nice. Cool. Yeah, it's about taking the, I mean, this COVID situation going on now is is putting restrictions on uh, on us certainly uh, but it also put res puts restrictions in our minds mm. and being able to see past these uh, mental restrictions and because there's a lot of fear yeah. and there's a lot of fear and it's very easy easy to get affected by that uh, negatively so being able to see opportunities instead of just limits is an extremely good ability and uh, in situations like these i mean you can come out of this pandemic and you can feel like crap and blah 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 or you can come out of this and actually have learned something valuable and i think that's the optimal thing um it's just about finding for ourselves like how can i better myself what is the external world trying to tell me right now is there something that i can do to connect with other people to help other people perhaps or to help myself in some way i mean these are questions that perhaps automatically get brought into certain people without them even realizing it. Mm -hmm. But an, a, a huge thing like this pandemic can be enough to trigger those type of questions. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I think that's a very interesting way of uh, how people sometimes wake up to certain things and certain beliefs and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so yeah, it's a very interesting time as well. Um, but I, I wonder, do you do your marketing yourself? Like, do you have a brand that you're marketing? Are you working for a company? I, or? Yeah. Um, no, I have my own uh, uh, business and then I work uh, for the um, for the Coactive Training Institute. And I do, mm -hmm. I'm part of faculty, so I do uh, trainings for them and I train coaches. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's actually the same course that I have done um, in my time to become a coach. And I am yeah. really passionate about the model and the way we train coaches because it's, uh, it's really a tough uh, and um, deep uh, experiential learning. And, and so by doing that, uh, I just uh, come in contact with many, many people. And then uh, it, it's basically I market myself uh, through referrals. So I have my yeah. website, but I don't think I ever had any client uh, via the website. 
It's uh, it's uh-huh. often because they saw me in a training or because they've been referred by people who uh, I coached or I worked with. So always in that way, and and I think it's not by chance because I really strongly believe in relationship and uh, the power of yeah. uh, connection. So it's kind of. Uh, holding hands with people and then uh, it creates a chain and then you get in contact with other people. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So if people want to, you know, check out who you are and more about you and your coaching, do you have any, anything you would like to market here? Any website, any, I don't know, Instagram page, Facebook page? <laughs> well, I have a Facebook page and uh, Instagram page uh, and it's always under my name. So it's uh, Vittoria mm-hmm. and then Zipoli is uh, Z-I-P-O-L-I. And so if you Google that, uh, you will find me in a way or in another. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. So, um, Victoria, we've been talking now for a little bit more than 30 minutes and it's going very well. Um, and what you've mentioned has been really amazing. It's always interesting, I think, to because I've talked to many coaches on this podcast and it's always interesting to see what type of philosophy they have around coaching. And um, some people, they have a little bit different view of what coaching is. It's, it's within the realm of life coaching, of course, and asking questions. But some people have different sort of philosophies. And um, I always come from the perspective of uh, focusing on the vision, like you mentioned before, focusing on the vision and removing the obstacles. That's the very basic philosophy yeah. of coaching. But what is where, like, what type of coaching do you come from? Because coach, do you think that there is a difference with coaching based on the culture and where you get like where you uh, start practicing mm-hmm. coaching? Uh, because you did it in Singapore. Have you noticed any difference between there or and where you are now, etc.? Yeah. So um, let's say I, I did it in Singapore, but uh, the the organization I got the training from is American. So really yeah. is uh, embedded in the American culture. And the American culture right. is uh, really about uh, uh, making it happen, experiencing it, going for it. Uh, so there is a sense of pragmatism that is really strong. And that's what I wanted for myself at the time because I was very much in my head and I wanted to live yeah. more fully. I wanted to experience things more fully. So for me, it really, uh, what, it really was the right uh, learning for me. And uh, I, yeah. after many years uh, i'm teaching that now and i still believe that it works uh, for every culture so i had people in the trainings uh, going from uh, uh, the philippines uh, all over the world uh, back to the states uh, people from uh, singapore thailand uh, cambodia uh, india um, dubai or italy different places in Europe, mm. uh, South America, um, North America, everywhere. And uh, it always works. So China, uh, Japan, um, so very different cultures, a very different way to yeah. interpret life and to know what is acceptable and uh, not acceptable. And yet it works. And I think the reason is because... Uh, when you when you coach someone you're actually looking 
at uh, the basics of being a human being. And it's about yep. uh, how your brain processes uh, reality and uh, how uh, your body supports you in this. And uh, how do yep. you get into the experiences? So this is equal for everyone. Maybe the translation might be different or uh, what you carry around with uh, the words or with the meaning is different, uh, but the way we do things, it's the same. And, uh, mm. you know, I just saw a few days ago the movie with uh, David uh, um, Attenberg about uh, the world and the problem with the climate change. And, and when I, when he, gave us again the frame where the first people on the moon turned the camera and look at the world. Yeah. I, I, I kind of got in contact on why it's so important and why we are all so similar. You know, it's, yeah. it's all of us on this uh, little planet in the middle of a huge universe. We are yeah, fundamentally yeah. the same. Right. You know? Yeah. We, <laughs> right. Sometimes we make things so exactly. difficult that we, we create all these divisions <laughs> and uh, these polarities. And, and you know what? Eventually, we all want to be heard. We all want mm -hmm. to be listened to. We all want to be loved. And we are social animals. Yeah. We need connection. We need to integrate uh, in uh, a society where we can relate with each other because we need each other. Yeah. We, exactly. we cannot live uh, alone. So, so right. it's very basic. And, uh, and somehow that's the reason also why coaching works everywhere. Because it's yeah. a very basic skill. It's about listening truly listening someone and uh, mm. and be curious about this person and uh, really listening to what is a unique human being has to say to the world yeah and That's and this is not something that you can uh, uh, change even if uh, you're coming from uh, an island in japan or the middle of amsterdam mm. It's the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And of course, I mean, there are, there are differences always in culture and the way we grow up, etc. But I think that what you said there, that inner essence of being human and being curious and wanting to grow is universal. It's, it's within every one of us. And we all share a, a unique story and... I mean, we all have a unique story and we all have something perhaps that we're aspiring to become. And even if we don't know that we're aspiring to become, at least we can create the awareness that there is something else that I can become. I don't have to be what I think that I have to be. I can decide exactly. that. And when people are giving that opportunity and they realize it, I, then really things are really starting to happen. So yeah, yeah absolutely. I, it's, it's and the other thing I want to add is that you know, you mentioned uh, every story. And, and sometimes mm. uh, we, we put ourselves down and we think, oh, my story really doesn't matter or my story is significant uh, or who am I to 
bring any difference to the world. And, and you know what? Every single story is important. Every single story has someone in the world who wants to listen, who can empathize with that yeah. story. It doesn't have to be the story of a movie star. It can be a story of a right. person just growing uh, their own garden. And there are people out there who want to grow the same garden and want to hear how you did it. And uh, what is yeah. beautiful about doing that, there is always, always an ear that is uh, really craving to hear your story. There is always someone. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also why I wanted to start this podcast from the first place. It was to listen to people's mm. stories. And um, I mean, of course, it's within the realm of self-help, but still, it's, I, I always think it's interesting to listen to another person that perhaps I've never talked to before in my entire <laughs> life and still being able to connect and feel like, okay, wow, there is something, we might be like in different countries and different time zones. We might not have ever met each other ever, but still there is something that we can share yeah. here. And um, th there's something that we can agree on and that we can use to help other people um, and also really to help ourselves. And the results that I've gotten from these episodes, I think it's been amazing. And this episode as well has been truly phenomenal. Um, and I've really enjoyed it. Um, if you would want to give some advice to people who want to start with the mm. coaching, um, what advice would you give them? Um, the advice is uh, to trust themselves that if there is yeah. uh, this uh, desire, it has to be cultivated and is going to give yeah. back so much in terms of uh, fulfillment. So trust your yeah. gut, go for it, and, uh, and try to find the best people out there. Don't... Uh, yeah. Don't be cheap with yourself. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about uh, mm. investment uh, in time, uh, commitment, uh, resources uh, that you are going to put into that. Give yourself uh, yeah. with uh, abundance and uh, connect with people. Go um, make yourself available and, uh, and really mm. do it uh, fully. And with your heart open and uh, allowing a space for other people to come in and uh, show themselves. And, and if you do mm. that like this, it's going to be incredibly rewarding as a path. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. In, um, yeah. Victoria, thank you. Yeah, no, I was thinking that in practical terms, uh, uh, there are so many trainings out there. And it really depends yep. on your pockets. Uh, and, um, and there are also organizations like uh, ICF, the International Coaching Federation. Uh, if you Google that, uh, you will find a list of uh, courses and schools uh, that are accredited. Uh, try to really to do your homework and find the school that is uh, best for you. And talk to people, yep. connect with people. Mm. yeah for sure wow thank you very much you're Victoria, very welcome for, uh, and thank you for the opportunity episode. so this was my first podcast <laughs> uh, and i'm so excited 
Awesome. Yeah, if you want to join in the future as well, you you you're very welcome to join. We can dive deeper into topics and yeah. Um, Thank you. But I'm very thankful for that you wanted to join, and it's been a great episode. And I hope that everyone who listened will be li- will be listening to this also enjoyed it. And um, if you like this podcast, make sure that you subscribe to it on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcaster or Amazon Music. Um, take care, everyone. See you in the next episode, and remember to stay conscious. Bye.